Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, Marn's going to make me watch a long series of YouTube videos about strange cult happenings, and I'm going to fail to solve an ARG. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about this week, Marn? <laughs> I feel like I've kept you a little bit in the dark about the ARG that's going on yeah, here. <laughs> I, I, there have been creepy videos, like, along the way of what you've shown me are... Our uh, timeline that we're working off of, which goes off of the... Is it the Lonely Girl Wiki? Yes. Uh, the okay. LGPedia. LGPedia. Um, working off of that, there's a list of videos that includes, like, op-aphid videos. And I recognize the name as being what you've said the ARG is. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, all I know is that I watched... Uh, videos, I want to say it was like 54 through 114 of that list that we were working off of last time. Yeah, uh, We watched from, um, I forget the name of the first video, uh, and then we introduced a bunch of new characters from last time, uh, and then tragedy struck in the end of this one. And then uh, it's been a while, it's been a ride. Yeah, do we want to talk about what actually happened in these videos before we get into the ARG stuff? <laughs> sure um so the big things uh do we just want to like do kind of a brief overview of what happened yeah let's do it okay so the main points are that uh so the last time it ended with Bree doing the the ceremony yeah um so Bree did the ceremony um the dude was daniel was mad uh and we were getting into that turns out wasn't actually the ceremony uh which daniel found out when he basically their friendship is ruined uh daniel breaks into a house to learn what's up and finds a bunch of pictures of him from members of the uh the breeze religion on a computer he's freaked out Bree makes a video and is like hey I should tell you that wasn't actually the real ceremony. It was a fake ceremony that we did to trick you, but then we failed to catch you. Even though we set up this elaborate trap. But I trust you now anyways, and I'm going to say that I don't want to go along with things. And I told my parents that, and they've accepted it, but we need to leave. And so Daniel and she go on the run. And they live out of their car in a motel for a while. And then um, as they're doing that, we get introduced to a couple of other side characters. Uh, One is a supposedly British woman named uh, Gemma? Gemma? Gemma. 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 Um, Who has connections to the cult. And from the sound of things makes it sound like she got out. But I don't... or at least that's what she wants us to think. Um, but it never really like talks about being out as much as she just kind of talks about it not being a huge part of her life anymore. I didn't trust her from the start. Um, and we also meet um, a guy named Jonah who radiates some incredible himbo energy. Oh my god. Um, I like Jonah. <laughs> I, forgot uh, Jonah... That... I forgot that Jonas was a huge fuckboy. <laughs> Jonas is great. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Superstore lately, which is my recommendation. But it means that I've also heard a lot of Jonah in my head, so I'm probably going to call him the wrong name throughout this entire show. (laughs) I apologize for that. Um, We meet Jonas. Real himbo energy. I'm very into him. I like him a lot. Um, 
He likes to skateboard. Um, so we meet these characters. Also, there's a couple other videos interspersed among these. Uh, there's some from an, an account called Op Aphid, which are creep your your standard creepy arg videos. <laughs> um, every one of them in the middle has like a fake YouTube ending screen on it. And it gets me every time, even <laughs> though YouTube hasn't used that ending screen for a decade at this point. And yeah. somehow it gets me every time where I go, okay, that's the end of the vid. Oh, no. Okay, we're still going. Um, also, there's another person who is, I, I don't remember their username, but they're making like the the real life equivalent of an amv i guess just a music video about like places they go but the places they go happen to line up with like stuff that happens in lonely girl Mm -hmm. so i don't know exactly what that relationship is but that's there too yes um so we meet these characters and they're all telling their life stories and kind of reacting to what's going on with lonely oh also a reporter who I dislike. Um, <laughs> who's like, we're hot on the trail of Lonely Girl 15, trying to figure out all this stuff. I'm weirdly chipper, despite the fact that I'm talking about, like, real people. And I definitely don't have a journalism degree, nor am I just out of college, like I keep saying. <laughs> um, I will say, one of the big negatives of this show is that everyone talks about being a teenager, even though they're clearly, like, mid-20s to early 30s. Yeah. Um, um, but also, uh, she goes and she's like, oh, I'm going to go investigate this park that they shot a video in. Oh, I found some creepy stuff on the walls there. Huh. I wonder if that's anything. Um, there are a lot of videos that are filmed as if they're like, hey, if you're not keeping up with the ARG, here's what you might've missed. Yeah. Um, but I don't like her overall. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so these characters are introduced, and we're chat we're chatting back and forth with them. Um, as uh, uh, Bree and Daniel are on the run, they stay in a motel for a while, and they're being followed by watchers from the cult. Um, Gemma's like, "Hey, those are watchers. You should probably watch out for them." Uh, so they leave the motel, and they just kind of drive somewhere, and then they ditch their car and just kind of wander around aimlessly for a couple videos. Now that I think about it, I don't know how long it's been. For me, it was like 20 minutes worth of video time, but for the real world, it was probably like a couple weeks, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, at one point they say that they were at one of the motels for like a week, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe they just ditched the car then. Um... But then they're like, hey, this Jonah guy seems cool. We should go live with him for a bit. And Jonas is like, yeah, come live with me. I'm cool and kind of ripped. And a very chill dude. And Daniel's like, I'm not sure how I feel about that. So I'm just going to not do that. So Bree goes and lives with Jonas. And she's very sad. And then Daniel breaks into another place and finds more stuff. And is like, I probably should go live with Jonas. So he does. Uh, and then we find out that Gemma has actually been working with the cult the whole time, uh, which I didn't think was a plot twist because I thought that was pretty clear from the start. Um, but 
then I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. It's been a long afternoon. Um, and then Bree takes off and steals Jonas's car and a bunch of money. And uh, Daniel and uh, Jonas go on like a bro road trip. It's actually kind of fun. I like them together. I do too. Um, I, I like the videos of them just hanging out more than I like a lot of... Well, the last one, not so much. But I like most of that stuff more than I like any of the cult stuff. Um, yeah. And the Bree stuff isn't super riveting. Um, but uh, she's gone and she's met with her dad, who is kind of like on her side. Um, but it turns out that doesn't matter because they meet her in a parking garage. And then... Um, it's kind of off camera and you don't really see much, but like violence goes off and there are gunshots and they rescue Bree and uh, Bree's dad is dead. Um, they uh, Bree is very sad for a while and Jonas is like, yeah, like I definitely get that. I lost my parents. So like, yeah, grief is a funny, weird thing and we should definitely let her rest and like do that. Meanwhile, Daniel takes her grief personally, which is a weird, fucked up character choice that they did with him in the end there. Yeah. Um, and he gets real shitty. And then that's kind of the end. We learn that Bree's dad told her that she was actually adopted and that um, the cult that she's in um, apparently starts like checking little girls midi-chlorian counts and then if they're high <laughs> they adopt the girls and use them for a ritual if they like when they hit puberty if they i don't know if they're if they start being force sensitive then they're like ah this is the one uh we'll use this one for the ritual and so that's who brie is but no one's telling her what that means also, she's not actually force sensitive. The show would be a lot better if she was. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you missed on Glee. Can we talk about? Can we talk about the video montage that Daniel makes in memory of Bree's dad? <laughs> I just took a big old sip of tea right before you started mentioning that. Because <laughs> I. I lost my mind watching it earlier. <laughs> it's incredible. And then it says, like, in loving memory of Bree's <laughs> dad. <laughs> because they didn't name him in the, in the fiction of the show. They literally didn't give him a name. <laughs> the writers just uh, couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Well, they did a thing. I the so they did that video, and then the next video is the reporter lady who's like, "I'm here coming to you live to talk about Bree's dad." We don't know much about him, <laughs> <laughs> and she literally is like, "What do you think his name might have been? Let me know. We'll pick a name based on what you think his name was." God, <sighs> this series is wild. So. I didn't realize until I was watching... So, I, I I don't like the reporter videos, so I kind of started skimming their Wikipedia summaries instead. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that it wasn't until, like, that video that people were like, oh, I bet she's actually canon. 
Yeah, people definitely thought that she was just, like, some rando making video replies. I'm very... So how did this all play out? When did people know that Uh Gemma and Jonas... Like, when did people know that these other things that were probably just replies up until then... When did people know that they were, like, real things? So, I feel like, um people okay so according to the wiki people suspected that Gemma was canon from the start okay um because her Her videos go ahead because her only videos were responses to the main channel okay and um and uh and Brie like explicitly acknowledges her uh after like her first two videos oh yeah pretty early on that's right and um, I guess her videos are more directly like, yes, I used to know, I used to know Brie. I was involved in this thing. Like, yeah, I guess that makes more sense. You could, you could think like maybe this person is just trying to hop on and like a series Jack, but I don't know if people were suspicious of that early on I'm or if trying. that was a thing. Um, yeah, I think there were a couple instances of that because people like, like the the game so like the people who made lonely girl 15 would never come straight out and say like yes this is a character but it was always mm-hmm. fairly easy to tell the if they were real they had like good lighting and you could tell that they were reading off of a script yeah that checks out um i don't know what people thought of jonas right away um there's nothing on the wiki that suggests that people didn't think that he was fictional, but I know that he was okay. in like the the chat room that they had a little bit, hmm. like the fan chat room. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It sounded from his videos like he was active on the forums. Yeah, I think so. Like whether that's just in character or whatever, but like, I'm curious if that. I don't know. I'm. It's it's interesting to have a character introduced that way, where it's like, oh, I kind of recognize this name from, like, you know, chatting on a thing the other day. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty easy to figure out that Jonas is fictional because he has like an extremely fictional backstory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does uh, does Skater Boy Batman is that not a reasonable <laughs> backstory for you, Marn? <laughs> He's like, yeah, my parents disappeared at sea <laughs> when I was a teenager. <laughs> Mysterious boating accident in which I was left millions. And I was raised by my nanny. <laughs> so what do you think of Lonely Girl 15 so far? Um, I... I'm enjoying kind of the ramp up. Like I, I definitely remember more stuff that happens towards the middle. Um, mm-hmm. and I really like Jonas as a character. So I'm glad that we've gotten to him. Um, I, I think Jonas is a shining spot here. Jonas is very good. Um, and I, th- I feel like the creators knew that he was very good. Cause we will see like he, he becomes kind of more of a protagonist figure later. Okay. Um 
I forgot that, uh, well, I remember that Bree's dad died. I forgot that, like, Daniel was so shitty about it. <laughs> Daniel's very shitty about it. He's like, I don't know, Bree's like, I don't want to talk about it. Which fucking sucks, because, like, I want to talk to her about it. And it's like, dude, her dad just died. Yeah. Like, stop bugging her and being like, hey, we should talk. Hey, how you doing? Hey, let's talk about it. It's like, my dude, give her a fucking break. Yeah, it's... I I don't like Daniel much, just kind of overall. I don't either. I feel like he might become a more compelling character later, but it, um, it definitely throws it into contrast when you introduce Jonas, who is like a much more compassionate male (laughs) lead. (laughs) Yeah. Just like way more compassionate, way kinder. I, I'm probably igniting some kind of shipping war right now, but like, (laughs) I don't know. It, it's. It's very hard. You look at the two together and it's like, oh, okay. Like, there's one of these that I'm actually interested in following as a protagonist of a thing. And the one nicknamed Beast isn't it. Yeah. And they even did that, like, so I feel like people have started to notice in this, in this section, there's a couple uh, instances where the characters basically, like, turn to the audience and is like, what should we do next? You decide. Yeah. It was really, it was very jarring. And I, w- I was thinking as I was watching it, like, I wonder if they started doing that because people unearthed that it was fiction and it gave them kind of more freedom to do stuff like that. I I guess it was very odd when it was like, there's a, there's a video where Daniel's talking and he was like, so, you know, there's, Brie wants to listen to these people. She wants to go and trust Jonah. But like, at the same time, Gemma is saying like, that we shouldn't and that we should go home and i i don't necessarily trust her we've only known her for like a couple months now and only through youtube stuff i guess brie knew her in the past but like not now and i don't really know or trust jonah we just met him too like we just met these people there is one person i do trust and i was like who the fuck what other character is there that's been introduced that jonah could trust in this situation like i was literally like what the fuck's he about to say and he said and that's and that's you all our friends on the internet and i was like really like the uh, uh, what us i have bad ideas don't listen to me so yeah so one of the things i wanted to talk about because like the thing with Lonely Year 15 is that it had so many kind of separate interactive elements. So, like, there's the op aphid ARG, which we're going to get to. There's puzzles in the individual, like, Brie videos sometimes. And then also there's spaces where, like, the characters would come on into, like, the Lonely Girl 15 IRC room and interact with the viewers. Okay. Um, And so the... Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was lost on me. <laughs> so... Uh, the first time that happened, I think, was after their, like, motel room gets ransacked, um, Brie came into the chat room, and, um, also Gemma was there, I think, and, and Brie was like, what should I do? Like, I don't know where we're gonna stay, and then Jonas showed up, and, like, I think Jonas had already put a couple videos out as responses, but 
he had never been acknowledged in the main series, so people didn't really know that he was canon, and Jonah showed up and was like, hey, I live in the middle of nowhere, like, you can stay with me. Um, and then a bunch of... Okay. A bunch of people in the chat room was like, yes, that's a good idea, definitely stay with Jonas. And then Gemma was like, no, I don't think that you should trust internet strangers. <laughs> okay, I... Okay, that that's kind of vindicating for me because I didn't remember Jonah ever actually saying you should come stay with me in a video. Um, so that makes more sense that that happened on the forums instead of yeah. They, they were just like they'd never acknowledged him in video before, and then they were like, "Yeah, we could go see Jonah. He's got a place and can do this." And I was like, "Oh, so they are aware of Jonah." Um, but I guess if they were interacting on the forums, that would make sense too. Yeah, um, and then there was, like, there was the video where Daniel's like, should we trust Jonas? And apparently that was, like, a weird situation because the creators, through quote-unquote Daniel, picked a picked someone who was very active from the forums, and, like, she was the person who yeah. got to decide. I rem- I don't remember if he said that or if it was in something that i read in one of the transcripts but that was very weird yeah and people were like well we don't know if this person is like a real person or not like oh the per like the person that was given the the yeah huh yeah because they were like well she posts on the forums all the time but like that doesn't mean anything yeah so does jonah interesting Um, Man, can you can you imagine being in an ARG and then someone just like one of the game makers says something in a thing that's like, "Oh, I bet this person's fake," and it's like, "No, guys, I'm real. I'm yeah." Hold on, how do I prove this? <laughs> um, and then I think people eventually just settled on like she's probably real because like she posts too much on the forums. To, like, not be a real person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, she posted her cat in the cat thread, and, you know, we're all, you know, we've we've had DMs before. Like, she seems pretty real. So, yeah, so there's the, the fan interactivity, and then, like, outside of the ARG, which we're going to get to, there, there are puzzles in some of the individual videos of Lonely Girl 15, which I completely forgot about until I was reading the wiki earlier today. Like what? Because I don't remember seeing any. I know Bree like mentions that she put a puzzle together with her dad when she was a kid or something like that near yeah. the end. But so, were there any others? So in the episode where she uh, is calling her relatives, um, there's uh, a part where she says one of the phone numbers out loud. And if you called that phone number, you would get a message for, like, a fake dry cleaning company um, that had a bunch of... Oh, interesting. That had, like, a bunch of numbers inside of it. Like, it said, we are open seven days a week from nine to five. Uh, Dress shirts, three for five dollars with an eight to nine day turnaround time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And if you took all of those numbers and reversed them, you got another phone number that had a voice message from Bree's dad. Okay, and that's what, near the end of the videos, that's what uh, Daniel does. Yes. Like, in-universe, too. Interesting. 
Um, and then in the in the uh, the mystery movies video where Brie is talking about uh, the movies uh, that she's been watching, uh, all of the titles of the movies spell out a message to her dad. Oh, okay. I did think uh, it was weird that she listed Citizen Kane as a spy movie. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they spell out See You Soon. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And there, there are more of those later on, but that's kind of like the beginning of the creators hiding very sneaky, uh, like, hidden stuff in, in their own videos. Interesting. So there's, there's an in-universe ARG... It's very small, but it exists. But there's yeah. also an out-of-universe ARG. Or not out-of-universe, but like out-of-videos ARG. And that's the op-aphid stuff. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So the op-aphid stuff started as just like this one guy making like fun, creepy fan responses to the Lonely Girl 15 videos, which we saw some of last time. Like, we saw, I think, four or five of the Op Aphid videos last time. Yeah. But those weren't canon at the time. Or they weren't official at the time. Correct. Um, so, Op Aphid okay. is implied to be, like, an agent of um, the Order, which is, like, the the cult that does the ceremonies. Um and then there's this other character, Tachyon, who right. is, like, the antagonist of Opaphid, who was, like, a member of the cult but got out. Okay. Okay. Um, and Tachyon also has a, a partner named Brother uh, who is looking for her because she's on the run. Okay. So the Opifid ARG kind of centered around these three characters. Uh, Tachyon, who's on the run. Opifid, who is just an operative of the Order, who is kind of working to get Bree back into the Order and do the ceremony. And Brother, who is looking for Tachyon. Um, And I feel like the first, at least the first puzzle wasn't considered canon. Or like the first couple videos weren't considered canon and then the creators like realized that this one guy was like doing all of this really cool interesting work just like in video replies to them and reached out to him and was like hey do you want to like make this an official part of the show wild i know so that's so cool it is so cool just like (laughs) I feel like I was talking uh, with someone the other day about just, like, what if you made a fan ARG for a property that you really liked without telling them? <laughs> yeah, that'd be like if if I did a thing and then Pokemon reached out and was like, hey, we like what you've done so far. Do you want to run our Porygon Returns ARG? <laughs> as long as you promise not to give a bunch of kids seizures, the world's your oyster. It's like if Pepsi DM'd us. That's that's actually a much better example. That's a much realer example. (laughs) Pepsi slid into our DMs. I was like, what if we told you we did have a Navy and we do want you to make an ARG about it? (laughs) 
Um, you want to film our battleships? God, I wish. Um, so yeah, so I I think last time we saw like the first five Apefid videos, um, but I was saving them to talk about them this time, uh, because the first five actually have a puzzle, uh, that was part of them. Oh, and and okay. um, and some of the videos carried over till this time. That's also why I was saving it. Um. Mm-hmm. So all of the videos that mentioned Cassie um, are, I think, kind of before, like, pre-Abafid being woven into Lonely Girl 15 canon, because they're all done in a slightly different style. Um, Okay, I noticed that. Yeah, and I think they're also the reason why people speculated that the guy behind Abafid was also behind Cassie is watching. Because they're about Cassie? Mm Mm-hmm. And they're they're a little bit similar, out. like they have anagrams and stuff in them. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so all of the Cassie videos um, had a puzzle in them. They have weird hieroglyphics in them. Okay. Uh, and all of the hieroglyphics are fractions if you assign them numbers. Um, so, and they let you basically order the videos so like one is one out of five one is two out of five um and they let you put the the cassie videos in order um interesting okay and if you put them in order uh there are phrases in the videos that line up with the 42 declarations of innocence that are associated with one of the egyptian gods huh um that's neat and you, if you find the corresponding numbers to them, uh, you get a phone number. Okay. Um, and the voice message on the phone number uh, was, Each success only buys an admission ticket for a more difficult problem. It is dangerous to be right in matters on which the established authorities are wrong. Mistakes are the portals to discovery. Alas, never interrupt an enemy when he is making a mistake. It is possible to fail in many ways, while to succeed is possible in only one way. Do what's right the right way at the right time. A story is told as much by silence as by speech, except in this case. And then wait for further instruction. These lines are quotes with a few... Oh, sorry, I'm reading the rest of the wiki now. So it, mm-hmm. it ends with, and then wait for further instructions. Um, and all of the lines are quotes, um, and they have some words inserted into them. Okay. Um, and I think when they put the linking words together or something, the solution isn't, like, super clear on this webpage. Sure. They got a youtube video like a a hidden video i think that had that was just like audio of the voicemail message and confirmation that they had solved it interesting okay um and so then once people called the number um they got a call from that number a couple days later oh creepy okay uh, saying that it was a reporter from USA Today who w- who needed to ask them questions for a poll. Okay. Uh, and if they gave the right answers, um, it enabled them to have a conversation with 
brother uh, who was looking for Tachyon um, and gave them some information about uh, Tachyon and Opaphid. Interesting. What are... What were they the right answers about? Was it like trivia questions or like guessing the secret password? I think it was guessing the secret password. Okay. Um, Interesting. Which was apparently energy. What? Apparently the secret password was energy. Hmm. Okay. Um, And then like brother would be like hey i want to like talk to tachyon and people would be like uh we don't know where she is and he'd be like well how did you know the secret password if you don't know where she is um and then he would ask and then he would ask about uh opaphid and um if you didn't say anything you basically you essentially passed uh and then if you if you spilled the beans on like what on opaphid being connected to the order and like all the other stuff they knew you essentially failed (laughs) so that the puzzle is being trustable yeah being a trustworthy dependable person okay it's interesting because like I'm interested in the fact that the ARG essentially forced the players to work for the cult. Yeah, it's neat how um, it's it's interesting that they're kind of playing both sides here, or mm-hmm. not both sides, but they're like the series is about how the cult sucks, and then here in the ARG, you are part of the cult trying to bring someone back. It's yeah, it's weird that they chose to do that instead of just like letting you side with Tachyon instead. Yeah. And um and I think Tachyon mentions in in one of her first videos that she lost her phone also. <clears throat> I remember that, yeah. Yeah. And so people were like, Oh, okay, this is like Tachyon's phone and like we're essentially helping Op Aphid wiretap it. <laughs> Good work, gang. <laughs> The next, I think the next puzzle, um, so there were, there were Opaphid puzzles and also there were Tachyon dead drops and they were kind of running simultaneously. Um, I assume like one of the dead drops is at a, uh, like a bowling alley? Yes. Okay. That's what, looking at the videos, you can kind of tell like some of them were dead drop style videos or like. Hey, y'all should go to this place because I found a thing and left it there. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Yeah, um, and so the so there was that Opafid video that was like last night one of our facilities was broken into. Thankfully, we found almost all of the items in like this nearby park. Uh, it's of critical importance that we don't miss anything. And people were like, "Oh, this is probably a dead drop." <laughs> <laughs> Let's go hope they left something. Yeah, and and because it was the same park that is used in Lonely Girl 15 and in Cassie is Watching. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently when they got to the park, uh, the payphone in the park rang and it was uh, Op Aphid and they had to choose if they were going to side with Op Aphid or 
against Abhavid, and apparently the player who answered it chose to side against Abhavid. <laughs> <laughs> Good, then, yeah. <laughs> and then got a call back and got threatened by Abhavid. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Stick to your guns. <laughs> Cults are bad. Don't join them. Um, Hi, listeners. This is Andrew here with a public service announcement. <laughs> Cults are bad. That's it. That's the service announcement. <laughs> Don't join them. Uh, and so they at the scene, they found a postcard uh, that said in hex code, time to go. Please find me. And they also found an SD card. Hmm. Um, and apparently the player who got the memory card didn't want to share it, uh, but Abafid kept pressuring, uh, the group to analyze it, so he eventually revealed it. Um. Yeah, if you're ever playing an ARG, share information. (laughs) And it had a bunch of files without file extensions, uh, and the file names in hex were tag your it. Hmm. Um, and the one of them was a video file, um, and it was one of the Lonely Girl 15 videos, and there was a tag on the video uh, that uh, that was just tachyon um, that people didn't notice until then. Okay. Um, and it turned out that one of the uh, one of the files was a uh, password protected text file, and the password was Tachyon. Gotcha. Okay, so check the tags of the video for what's new. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the text file ended up being um. In hex code that then translated to binary that translated to a list of fans YouTube accounts uh, and forum <laughs> accounts of like Ooh. people who have been playing the ARG. That's cool. It is very cool. <clears throat> just docks your players for a puzzle. Yeah, just docks your players. Yeah, easy peasy. Yeah. Um... And so the next puzzle doesn't have a date. I'm trying to figure out where it fits in the timeline. (laughs) Um, Oh, okay. So so at one point someone noticed that Tachyon's uh, profile had changed on YouTube. um, And this would become like how the players got hints in the future. Um, Okay. And so it changed to uh, base64 that led them to, uh, like, basically a tiny URL, um, and which led them to a Craigslist uh, listing. Okay. Um, and they found that each, uh, each line had... Or... So they looked at the source code of the Craigslist listing, and each line was in a different color of text. So they took the text colors in uh, in decimal, and then okay. they transferred them to ASCII text, and then they transferred them to 
Um, no, they just transferred them to regular ASCII text, um, which was safe for now, Friday, 335, Tachyon. Okay. Um, and then people noticed that the outgoing message on the phone number they had gotten had changed. Um, and it was brother saying, I'm at Bakersfield. Where are you? I was here at 335. I see no sign of you. Mom and dad were both pretty upset that you missed your ride. For the time being, the both of us are on a pretty serious restriction and they've cut our allowances, so to speak. So you're entirely my responsibility right now. I'm going to be here for another hour or two. I'm actually at the library and the rumors were true. They do indeed have public internet access here. It taught me how to change the voicemail on this at least. So I hope you're checking in. Huh. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. And then, um, so this, this is kind of lining up with, um, Brie and, and Daniel being on the run and like Gemma introducing herself into the, uh, into the narrative. Um, so then Takian, uh, releases a video called They Are Still Everywhere, um, which has some location shots, um, and people are like, well, what if we try to find this location? Uh, and they do, and they find another postcard, uh, that is someone holding a thumbs up, uh, and on the back it says, interpret this any way but down for now. Uh, and they found another SD memory card that had video of another uh, previously published Lily Girl 15 video uh, and they found a copy of the Book of the Law with a folded page and a bookmark in it uh, that had numbers on it interesting okay I love hiding things in books yeah. Like outside of like even not just book ciphers, but just like we stuck a bookmark in a book that when you open it, you find a slip of paper that has info on it. I, I mm-hmm. love that. That's one of my favorite puzzles you can do in an ARG. Um, and, and people speculated that uh, the certain lines from uh, the book of the law had something to do with uh, like tachyon communicating with brother but i don't feel like i apparently according to the wiki they never figured out exactly what it was um (laughs) so then uh tachyon's profile changed to have a different string of base 64 uh that led them to a different craigslist listing um that had some song lyrics and then they went into the code and they looked at the text colors um and if you took the text colors out of hex codes and into plain text um, and then did a Caesar shift on them, uh, you got, I couldn't wait for you. Hope you got the package. Do my notes make sense? Those connections are the tip of the iceberg. Thalema is one of question mark. Ari, message two, pass along. Redirect, Kanaan. And then when they... 
did like the the tiny URL Kanaan or whatever, they got another Craigslist listing. Um, and they did the the color hex uh, ASCII switch again. Um, and then that one was a Visionaire cipher. Um, with the key GPS, uh, it decoded to he needs to know how long they have been on to him. It is not like they just stopped tracking someone, uh, presumably <laughs> referring to Daniel. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, Daniel's not the brightest of folks. <laughs> That's he really, really cool. isn't. Yeah. Um, and so then, uh, around the time that um, Brie uploaded the video about the going in the pool at the motel. Right. Uh, Tachyon uploaded a video called They Are Watching, um, which led to a dead drop site in the Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. Oh, neat. Uh, which contained... A postcard, a Nancy Drew book, and a post-it inside the Nancy Drew book, and an SD Nancy card. Nancy Drew keeps coming up in this series. Yeah. Oh, and something cool is that um, the the second Tachyon drop was the first like official dead drop um, that was part of the like official Lonely Girl fifteen series. So, like, the, the first Dead Drop wasn't technically officially part of the series, but in between Dead Drop 1 and Dead Drop 2, uh, the Lonely Girl 15 people reached out to the guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The the first Dead Drop being not the one in the part, like, not the one in the uh, the lake from the swimming video before, but the, the first one here. Yes. Okay. Correct. Um. So I guess I'm gonna go through all the dead drops and then go back to the the puzzle puzzles because the dead drops have a more coherent timeline because uh, <laughs> they 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 actually line up with the videos that were being posted. Okay. Um. So the postcard uh, had a hex code written on the back that uh said I'm waiting for dot dot dot. Um. And then a bunch of passages in the Nancy Drew book were marked with a little dot next to them, um, which didn't apparently give, have that much significance at the time. Uh, and there, But there was a post-it note inside that said, My father gave me all of these when I was a little girl, but they got left behind when we moved. The knowledge has always served me well, so I thought this might teach you a thing or two. Hmm. Um, and the SD card, once again, had a locked file. Um, the password was GPS. Um, and it had a bunch of pictures, uh, like blurry cryptid photos of Daniel on it. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, I'm going to send you some of these. They're pretty funny. Cool. <laughs> they really are just like blurry Sasquatch photos of Daniel. That's actually how I would describe Daniel, as a blurry Sasquatch. 
<laughs> oh, this is funny. These are like the sneaky photos that he was taking when he was filming the, uh, the like when he filmed the ceremony, the counter yeah. photos that were being taken. This is very funny. <laughs> uh, and but- then there was a text file. Uh, that had a anagram inside of it for who watches the watchers. <laughs> okay. So, um, basically, so essentially, Takiyot is trying to warn Daniel that people are onto him. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know that any of the players ever actually <laughs> reached out to Daniel to warn him. <laughs> That's actually really funny. It is really funny. Um, so then at the same time that, uh, that Apifid was going through, um, Brie and Daniel's motel room, which I, I feel like that's like the first place that the videos actually link up. You get the, the video of Apifid like rifling through their motel room. And then directly after that, you get the video of Brie saying like, Hey, someone was in our motel room and like went through all our stuff, Hmm. which is uncool. Yeah. Okay, I just assumed that the Watchers did it for some reason. It didn't make sense that they would have rifled through their stuff, but that makes, you know, that checks yeah. out. Cool. Uh, so Tachyon uploaded a video around that time uh, that led to another dead drop um, in the Phoenix Theater in California. Uh, and there was once again a postcard. Uh, there was the Art of Peace, the book, uh, with a post-it note inside, uh, which also had a Queen of Hearts inside of it. Uh, there was an SD card and a birthday card. Hmm. Okay. Um, and the postcard had a bunch of hex code on it, like covering the entire back of the card. Uh, that translated to, if something should happen to me, please tell him that I'm sorry for everything I put him through. Sometimes I regret the decisions I've made, but in my heart, I know what I have to do. I don't expect him to understand, but I hope he can forgive me someday. Hmm. Um, and the, the note inside the book said, There is a time and a place for peace. I hope to find it again at some point, but right now I have to play by their rules. T. P.S. Sorry for that mess back there. I guess I'm too old for a babysitter. <laughs> XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> okay, so the SD card uh, had one of Gemma's videos on it called They Disappeared. Um, and that's the one where she talks about um, like a, a girl that she knew who was chosen to do the ceremony who disappeared. Um and people are like, oh, maybe this is Tachyon. Ta- like, maybe Tachyon is the girl that disappeared and now she's finding the order. <clears throat> um, and then there was also a password protected uh, RAR file, uh, which they used a one of the tags on the, on the Gemma video to unlock. Um, okay. <clears throat> And the inside of it had a text file um, that used uh, Sasha, which was the same tag from the Gemma video, 
uh, to decode a visionaire cipher, uh, which decoded to, in tonight she had a life, rip it out, uh, which an- which de-anagrams to, I sought to infiltrate the eye in aphid. Okay. And the, then the birthday card. Yeah. And then the birthday card said, another year has gone by. Happy belated birthday. I always remember the date, but you know that I'm not always the most punctual gal. Wherever you are, know that I am thinking about you. XOXOXT. Then was the bowling alley drop, I believe. Yep. Yeah, so there was... uh, There was the video of the bowling alley that Tachyon put up, and people were like, well, we should find this bowling alley, and they did. Uh, Most of these dead drops were around, like, the same city in California, so I guess they weren't that hard to find. Um, And they found another postcard, a book of Irish blessings with a postcard in it, another SD card... Uh, an origami crane that had the number 30 written inside, and a hand puppet of a shark, which looks delightful. <laughs> and apparently had absolutely no significance as a clue. That's very Marncore. It really is. Just the shark today? Just the shark today. <laughs> That's actually very um, cute. I like this a lot. Me too. Uh, people thought that it was included... Um, because it was from the same uh, toy maker that Bree's purple monkey puppet was made by. Okay. Uh, I but, can see that. But other than that, it had like absolutely no significance. <laughs> Sometimes <clears throat> you just want to send your players a cute thing in the mail. Sometimes you just want your players to have a shark puppet. Yeah, or a shirt. Like something nice. Something kind, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the postcard had more hex code that said, glad you finally understood my message. Don't follow up a smart move with a stupid one. And whatever you do, don't go home. <clears throat> Which is probably a message to Daniel. Um, okay. And then the Irish Blessings uh, book had a sticky note in it that said, I know I messed a lot of things up, but cheer up, because if my hunch is right, it all might make sense really soon. Okay. Uh, And the SD card had two locked RAR files on it. Um, And the solution to... One of them was 7.15, uh, because that was the time that Op Aphid's video Home Alone was posted. Okay. Um, and Home Alone is the one where you find out that Op Aphid has, like, hidden cameras in Brie and Daniel's rooms. Okay. <clears throat> and there were... Um, Oh, and there was a there was another locked file inside the locked file, uh, and the password of, for that was silver. Um, and then inside that RAR, uh, there were twelve files. Uh, Eleven of them were uh, Gemma videos. Uh, they were eleven of Gemma's videos. 
Uh, and then the twelfth file was named file sixty nine. Nice, nice. Uh, and so, so all of the Gemma videos had file names that were um, hex code letters, and so the last one was called sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> that read a bunch of X X's in like the general format of hex uh like numbers and letters. Um and then at the bottom, like Y's in essentially they were doing like a Wheel of Fortune puzzle where they had to put the hex codes in the right number and then make a sentence. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. But they didn't really have any clues with them so they had to like <laughs> process of so someone had to like process of elimination out all of like the co- possible combinations of hex code wow um, and it's it's on the uh it's on the wiki page for this puzzle if anybody wants to take like an in-depth look at it but basically what happened was they found the two uh hex combinations that translated to capital letters uh because they knew that the rest would be lowercase because it was it was two words um and they just assumed that they both started with capital letters um so they found yeah so they found uh l and f were capital and then so for the ones that were supposed to be like like number letter hex it it said xy and then for uh number number hex it said xx so they knew that um the first word only had xy hex code numbers in it so they by process of an elimination got the word look um look look um and then they were able to kind of figure out what the rest of the letters were just by like kind of slotting vowels into random places and using (laughs) eight letter word dictionaries uh and they got and they eventually got look familiar question mark ah okay uh and then they had their other file uh, which the password to is 30, which was the number written on the crane. Um, and they got a text file uh, that decoded from hex to binary into a even longer list of usernames than they had gotten before. <clears throat> okay. So then we come to kind of a weird circumstance that happened in... Um, in the ARG where Tachyon took over uh, Gemma's YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. I, I noticed part of the Tachyon video seemed to like jump into just straight up like Gemma focused videos. Yeah. So Tachyon uploaded a bunch of videos of, uh, of Gemma meeting up with like the watchers from the cult. Okay. Um, which apparently we're all supposed to be one big video, but the creators chopped it up, uh, because there was so it was like so information dense that they were like, we should 
probably like release this one part at a time. Um, And that's when you find out that uh, Gemma is working with uh, the Order and Op Aphid. Right. Um, And so uh, Gemma Part 1 or Gemma Part 1 had a drop at the Phoenix Theater in California. Okay. uh, Which had a thank you note. Uh, paper stencils of the letters F, C, and C, and 13 dominoes. <clears throat> hmm. And an SD card with a locked file on it. Interesting. Uh, the thank you card just has hex for thank you inside of it. Uh, and the SD card has a file that translates from base 64 to ascii to hex to ascii uh that says i told you she looked familiar even though i can't spell you got my meaning email me and it had a and a gmail account and have that decoder ring standing by <laughs> just says drink more ovaltine <clears throat> um and apparently the first drop that was supposed to happen with this went missing. Uh, and the, <laughs> Some the players... Some theater employee was like, oh, someone left something here. Let's put it in the lost and found, I guess. And then it just got emptied at the end of the day. And uh, the the players who, um, who went looking for it got to meet uh, the NPC brother in person. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Uh, which apparently there's no record of because the forum link that it links to uh, doesn't exist. Oh, wait. Maybe I can huh. find it. Maybe this is just a bad link. Hang on. Okay. I found it. Awesome. Um, How did it go? Were they expect they, were, they expected the meetup. It wasn't like they were like, oh, we'll go to the place. And they were like, oh, shit. They caught me as I was dropping this off. Mm-hmm. Um. So apparently they looked around for like almost an hour. Uh, They saw a guy pull up his car right in front of where the drop was supposed to be, look underneath uh, some stairs and then leave. And they were like, oh, maybe that's someone else looking for the, uh, the drop. So then in, in the chat, they were like, hey, we're gonna, like, go to a coffee shop or something and try to regroup. Um, but then they noticed that, like, the the same car that they had seen was, like, circling the block, essentially. Um, and they were like, let's follow this car. <laughs> God. Which is an insane thing to do. It truly is. Um, and, and they followed it into a parking structure um and so they because they were on foot uh, and the guy was in the car uh, so they're on foot in like the bottom part of this parking structure uh and someone starts talking to them from the the second story of the parking structure and it's like did my sister send you and they're like yeah we were told that there was a package uh <laughs> <laughs> And they they do kind of like a like a, a a spy password exchange or whatever, uh, and he 
starts telling them about how like he he's been on like house arrest and if they had any friends who were in contact with Tachyon it would be a good idea to call them um and they were like well we don't really know what to do like were we supposed to ask him something specific or like are we supposed to just like go home and wait um and then he just tells them, look harder. And then they go back to the stairs. The package was there. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> it really do be like that sometimes. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, apparently, what people think happened is that... Um, the guy who was who was playing brother uh distracted them for long enough that hit, that like whoever he was working with put the drop back where it was supposed to be yeah that's definitely what it sounds like <laughs> like they got they got there early and the drop hadn't been placed yet <laughs> <laughs> so funny oh, i as, as someone who who read he was versus zombies for several semesters i extremely relate to like Oh no, the players solved this too fast and they got here early and we're not ready for them yet. <laughs> like someone please stall the players. I will say I've been afraid once or twice in uh during the Pepsi ARG where I've been scared that players are gonna like solve a thing before we had stuff ready. I don't think we ever put the anything mo- live early enough that that could have happened. Yeah. But I still had stress dreams about it. The most efficient way uh, to distract your players is just, like, banter with them in character, honestly. <laughs> because cause people love to read into everything ARG characters say. Yep. <laughs> if you we've learned one thing from running an ARG. <laughs> I love that. I love that meme that I think Elle made. That's the, the Kermit meme. But it's like, it's not fucking Clues, you very good friend who is an Argonaut. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> oh, I really do, a lot of the time, feel... Like that that Kermit and Cookie Monster sketch. <laughs> <laughs> that is just like the experience of running an arc. Yep. <laughs> it's round and it's orange. It's not Noxicon. <laughs> It's an octagon. Oh, I can't wait till we get to talk about the Pepsi ARG like in full on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I can talk about that night where I stayed up until like three o'clock in the morning just posting octagon videos. <laughs> <laughs> and our players were like, it can't possibly be octal. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so after that, uh, that dead drop and the and the Gemma videos, uh, there was a drought in dead drops uh, through February, which we're not even there yet. 
in the grand scheme of things. So there's nothing till February? Yeah. Damn, that's after our... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, sorry. I just realized what you said. That's after <clears throat> our videos cut off. Wow, okay. When was the last dead drop? Uh, so the the one that we just talked about happened let me track in december okay okay wow okay so then christmas goes by Bree's dad dies and then stuff picks up with dead drops later yeah but there were still puzzles going on so now we're gonna rewind and talk about like the online puzzles versus the dead drops okay um so after they quote unquote hacked into the phone line, um, Tachyon changed her YouTube profile to OMFG, I need to find a better phone line. Um, and then they called it and the answering machine had changed to a mashup of 13 songs. Is there a record of this? Of the songs? Yes. I believe No, like there's... is there like is there an mp3 uh it looks like the youtube video still exists yes so let me send it to you it's not like a good mashup I'm very desperate to hear this one Cambria song in there. I wanna go for a ride. I wanna go for a ride. This is weird. I'm definitely gonna put this in the uh Alright. <laughs> okay, we got our new theme song. <laughs> This is our new theme song, I swear to God. <laughs> so, um, so all of these songs, once they identified them, uh, have a number in either the title or the song, or I think the band name, um, cause okay. one is Nine Inch Nails and one is Third Eye Blind. Um, yeah. Uh, and you reverse the numbers, you get a new phone number uh, that has a voicemail message from brother on it uh, that says, so you figured out my little mashup. Well done. The bad news is I can't get online still. I've spent forever on the phone with AOL tech support. She kept telling me to right click. <laughs> and I was like, listen, lady, I've written out the word click over a hundred times now and it's still doing nothing. How many more times do you want me to write it? <laughs> <laughs> that's an incredible joke <laughs> um 
She said, maybe I don't have the right software. And I was like, look, I got the software brand new, double bagged and everything. So she tried to redirect me to another line. What's up with that? Worst of all, I thought I think, worst of all, though, I think I'm going out of my mind. I've been to like 100 computer stores this week and none of them sell a keyboard or computer with an any key on it. I hope you're doing well. Mom and dad says if you aren't, said if you aren't back in a couple weeks, I can keep your stuff. <laughs> um, and so people from from the phrase redirect me to another line uh, got the URL another line dot redirect me dot net which was like kind of what they started using instead of um, like tiny URL I don't think redirect me dot net even exists anymore it which is definitely wild. doesn't sound familiar <clears throat> uh, which took them to another Craigslist post uh, that they they once again took the hex numbers uh, from the colors of the text. I don't even think you can color text in Craigslist posts anymore. Probably not. I I don't remember the last time I was on Craigslist. Uh, which gave them a list of things that they should do with the songs in the mashup. <laughs> so it was stuff like song number six count every instance where the number in the title is mentioned song number four count every female vocal mention of summer and it went on like that Wild. uh for like every single song and some some songs that you had to do something twice um that's very cool and it is very, very cool good. yeah and some of it is like add up like how many times whatever thing is mentioned in the song one of them is total the days of each year mentioned in the song as if the mention of each counts as a separate loss take into account that there would be two leap years days in bed never count as a loss each mention gains you an additional (laughs) week all combined how many days are lost (laughs) um And then uh, at the end it said, all done with that part, redirect to what we do if it's whack. Which was a a, uh, a reference to, um, you know, that Missy Elliott song. Yeah. Flip it and reverse it. Um, uh-huh. they... What's that one called, Marn? <laughs> Is it... I don't know. Listen, I'm... <laughs> I'm like out of my mind with allergies right now. I couldn't think of the phrase <laughs> magical realism earlier today. <laughs> it's work it for the record. Thank you. Um <laughs> I uh and so so they made a spreadsheet uh to sort out the math uh that they were doing. Um, and they also found another, um, Craigslist post. They found, uh, putitback.redirectme.net, um, that said, uh, or that I think decoded to, uh, divide A by B and subtract C, multiply Cause the, the, like the little math problems they had to do were sorted by letter, uh, multiply okay. D squared by E and then add F. X equals G. Subtract I from H, then divide the remainder by J. Add M to N, then separately add O, P, and Q. Multiply the hmm. two totals. Subtract that total from the sum of adding K to L. Lay it down U, V, Z, X, Y, then flip it or reverse it. 
And so Okay, so 12. <laughs> so they managed to solve it. Um and they found another phone number. Okay, it's probably a little higher than 12 then. Yeah. Um which had uh the sound of some numbers being dialed. Um and then some dialogue from brother that said they've had me shadows since I got your signal two weeks ago. I've had to stay put. I'm pretty sure they're monitoring my lines, so I can't use the, my phone or the computer. I'm at a payphone right now. I can't seem to shake these guys for very long. I was able to hit up an internet cafe and go online. Looks like he made a few friends. I tried passing along the message to that kid. It turns out he hasn't shown up for his JC classes in over a week. His mom says he's on a camping trip. Blank, Black Lincoln just came up the street. It might be a while. Uh, and then another um number being dialed and him talking to like an information hotline and saying i i was wondering if you might be able to direct me to a store that sells a computer or key- or keyboard that features an any key i've been trying to install aol but it keeps saying press any key but i don't see an any key oh so you mean i can press any key they really should have been more clear about this um <laughs> <clears throat> Um, and so basically what was happening is like the dead drops were Tachyon communicating with brother and then the kind of the ARG puzzles were brother communicating back with Tachyon. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that split. I think it's a really neat way to, I I like it when you play a game and you can tell immediately who is doing a puzzle by how it's placed. I agree. I think that's really neat. I know at some point people were theorizing that Jonas was brother. Oh, weird. I guess because they have a a similar himbo energy. (laughs) 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 It's a good energy. It is. Um... And so then uh, Tachyon changed her profile to say, for my brother, now I've got these songs stuck in my head. OMFG, I hate you. BTW, nice movie quotes, dork. Um, And so people found that uh, one of these strings of numbers that you can hear brother dialing in the phone message uh, led to a YouTube account called 10033, um, which had a bunch which had a bunch of like months old videos on them uh, and the tags all had hexadecimal code in them. Um, hmm. And the hex uh, was anagrams that de-anagrammed to uh, calling card, division, and does he ever get the girl? Okay. And then Tachyon updated her profile to say, Go that way really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. Lately, I'm not having the easiest time with the situation I'm in, but I can handle it, right? What other choice do I have? Oh, and if you think you yeah, can beat, <laughs> oh, and if you think you can beat Stalin because he's a punk, and then it had a redirect uh link, and then in her about me section, um, it had leet speak in it. <laughs> Um, for decode a key, code it into leet speak, it equals T. Hmm. 
Um, and people found uh, that go that way really fast and so if something gets in your way, turn uh, was a quote from the movie Better Off Dead. Okay. Um, and then they got a redirect me link also from Tachyon's profile uh, that led them to another Craigslist listing um, that said, after Mallrats, I finally watched that crap mid-90s movie on cable, the one you love with the dude from Dogstar. I can't believe you actually spent your hard-earned money on something that awful. I'm still going to keep quoting the one line from the trailer, though. Ask me how I do it. That's totally my answer. Uh, and then if you went into the source, you got a bunch of hex codes plus a hidden link. Um, and the hex codes uh, decoded to Cassandra Hughes, Polly Sub, question mark. You may be, uh, in, in parentheses, roughly 32,186 kilometers away, but I can see ya. Turn it out. Go blank thirty six thirty four. Superboy fifty four. Fifty four. Fifty four. Okay. Um, and they do 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 do. Oh, and also, um, the title of the Craigslist post was "Bagged like my favorite character in Mallrats." Uh, and there is a character in Mallrats whose last name is Quint. Uh, and they were like, oh, mm -hmm. we're like, this is five different things that we have to solve because of Quint. <laughs> um, and so to solve the, uh, the hex message that they got, they had to follow... Um, or to solve the, the, I think the hidden link message that they got, maybe, hang on, no, to solve the hex message that they got, they had to use the, like, the five clues that they were given. So Cassandra Hughes was a character in a British TV show called Hex, uh, which was decode from Hex and Proceed, uh, Polly Sub is polyalphabetic substitution. Um, which was a Visionaire cipher uh, with the code seven. No, uh, decode a key, code and delete speak equals seven. Uh, they had to decode one zero zero three three because if you add those numbers up, they equal seven from leet into I O O E E for the code to the Visionaire. Uh huh. Okay. Um, the kilometers one was a reference to an in sync song. Is <laughs> <laughs> a reference to the in sync song "Digital Get Down" as seen in the TV show "The Good Place." Uh, and they were like, "Oh, digital language is binary, so we have to decode from binary." Um, and then the turn it out go blank thirty six thirty four. Uh, they figured out was a reference to base 64. So they had to decode from base 64. Uh, Superboy 54 was a reference to the Superboy comic issue 54, uh, which has a character named Hex in it. So okay. 
it was essentially telling them they had to decode from Hex and then decode from, and then that would be a visionaire cipher, which they <laughs> could decode with their leak key password. And that would turn into binary right. and that would turn into base 64 and that would turn into Hex again. <laughs> And they did all that, and it just said butts.jpg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so what they were decoding was... Oh, yeah, it was the secret link that they found. They found a secret link uh, that led to a blank JPEG file uh, that was actually a hidden RAR file. Okay. Uh, that they ran all of these decodings on. Uh, and once they completely decoded it, they discovered a message... Uh, that they had to reverse and then clean up because it had some missing letters, um, which became a message from uh, Tachyon, I believe. Um, this that this said, is absolutely wild. I know, isn't it? Uh, it became a message from Tachyon that said, Did I ever tell you that as a child, I always wanted to go to Disneyland? I would pester my parents, but they kept saying we couldn't travel that far because of my sister's obligations. I hated her for that. I hated her so much. I bet you know what it's like. In fact, I know you do. It keeps you awake at night, that anger that you can't let go of, all because someone drilled into your head a sense of inferiority. It isn't that the other person is better than you. It's that the situation helps you convince yourself that they might be, and you're deathly afraid that they are. And it goes on for several paragraphs. Um, <laughs> and it's basically just, like, talking to brother about how they're very... Sim- how they are in very similar and yet different situations. Um, and that she's, like, following a lead uh, that she hopes turns out to be true. Okay. Um so then on December 9th um which I feel like was yeah that was like right around the time of the last dead drop um Tachyon it was like 2 days before the last dead drop uh Tachyon updated her profile to say to my brother tonight and tomorrow things will come into focus. <clears throat> and then on the 10th she updated her profile to say One step at a time before the next. I wouldn't want to confuse you. Figure out what you'll need and we'll go from there. Step one, always be prepared. And then it had a number of different base 64 strings uh, that decoded to hex. And then if you took all of the threes, or there were like very long strings of threes in the hex code. And if you took the threes out, uh, you got... A bunch of universal product codes for movies. Marn, I've, I've, I'm dead <laughs> at this point. This is all wild. I know. I actually really like this puzzle. It's got layers. I was reading about this... it earlier and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is absolutely wild. So, once they had all of these movies, uh, which were... Heather's Back to the Future Trilogy, Swingers, Hiding Out, House Party, Fight Club, Breakfast Club, Risky Business, Three O'Clock High, War Games, Gremlins, The Game, Sure Thing, Just One of the Guys, and Cruel Intentions. Uh, okay. Tachyon added a big list uh, in Base64 uh, that decoded from hex to text in her profile. 
uh, that had a note that said, Finding the order is simple, as long as you watch each one closely and can spare the hours, of course. With any luck, you'll work past any identity issues to make the necessary connections as well. See see below for details. Um, and it had that code on her profile that decoded to just a big list of like kind of commentary on move on situations in movies uh like one of them was this is late night decision making at its worst and another one was he is such a badass his voice naturally has that sonic echo underneath it when he yells it just takes a lot out of him um and so people basically had to watch through all of these movies and figure out what scenes each of these little bits of commentary was talking about. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> this is incredible. It's wild. You d- they just uh, the the <laughs> the creators Yeah, I'm right there made... with you. This is incredible. <laughs> the creators made these people watch like 12 movies. <laughs> Probably a couple times so that they could, like, actually figure out what was going on. Correct. And we're not even to the most wild part yet. How? So they matched all of the movies up with the situations, but they didn't know what they were looking for in those scenes. And then, uh, on December 11th, uh, Tachyon updated her profile to say, If you've got the time, then you're much closer to putting a good face on it. And people were like... Well, this sounds like she's talking about clocks. And they realized that there was a clock in every single scene that they had found. Jesus. And they found that if they took out the hours, i.e. spared the hours, and put the movies in a certain order, the minutes on the clocks would increase by increments of four. Okay. Can you imagine the work that went into creating this puzzle? Jesus Christ. Just like think about it from a GM angle. Someone had to watch all of these movies and figure out that the clocks all had four like four minute increments. <sighs> Lord. <laughs> uh and so they did that um and all of these uh all of these scenes had uh like letters and numbers attached to them in like an order uh that was given to them by tachyon uh and so they they use that to put the letters and numbers in order um and then tachyon gave them a code that translated to match the quote scene sequence in lowercase to the movie in uppercase Watch and compare the lowercase scene in each uppercase movie to find a pattern that will determine how you handle the uppercase letters. Um, so they were like, oh, okay. Because uh, they some of their letters were uh, in... Uh, so their, their scene descriptor letters were all in lowercase, and then their movie titles were in uppercase. So they were like, oh, okay, we sh- we're just leaving out like the lowercase letters because we didn't think they were important. Um, Mm -hmm. so they put in the lowercase letters, uh, and someone suggested that perhaps it was a ring cipher, uh, which is you place letters in rings inside each other, which is where you use a a code ring. 
Um, and so they were like, oh, maybe we're building a decoder ring. Uh, and then Tachyon updated her profile to say essentially like, hey, there's there's a dead drop in the works. Uh, just to, like let people know that there was the dead drop going on as well. Um, and then after the dead drop, uh, she updated her profile to say, I'm sure you've got your friends working on what was recovered, but it's one of those XXXY things that some people are good at and other people just can't wrap their heads around it. However, multitasking is necessary. So step two completed, set those results aside for the moment while we get to step three. Don't worry, there are just a few tiny details below. Um, and it was another list of base 64. Uh, they decoded and got hex, and then they decoded and got text. Uh, and they were all tiny URL links uh, that were episodes from the radio show Loveline. Um, okay. And Tachyon said, download those and come up with a strategy to divide them. Step four is forthcoming. Um, and then okay. step four was finding the order is simple. Again, as long as you listen to each one closely and can spare the hours, of course. With any luck, you'll work past any identity issues to make the necessary connections this time as well. See below for further instructions. Um, and it was, again, the same kind of puzzle where it was, they got like a list of, of lowercase letters, each attached to a descriptor of like a scene in the radio show. And then each of the tiny URLs also came with a letter and they had to connect each one of those to like the descriptor of the scene. And then they had to line them up by the times that they appeared in the episode and then order the letters that way. Wild. And then they used the movie solutions and the love line solutions and they ordered them by the time codes to start building a decoder ring. <laughs> i know God. just like build um, your own decoder jesus christ this is incredible like, i know just like thinking about how these must have been put together behind the scenes boggles my mind i cannot picture it i this can't is imagine absolutely buck wild i can't imagine how much work went into planning this uh, and so then Tachyon uh, changed her profile on the 14th to say, to my brother, step five, a tiny project, uh, which was base64 to hex uh, to another tiny URL uh, that was a picture of like one of those little metal like crafting brads. Okay. Uh and then Tachyon gave them another tiny URL that brought them an image of a pair of scissors. Okay. Uh, and then she updated to say, To my brother, hope you're figuring it all out. I am en route to my next location. So in the meantime, a step six, a small test. This is absolutely wild. Um, and so they got a new kind of little puzzle um that where they got a x and a y uh an x was all in code and y said a respectable score or the room where the players dwell um and they figured out that the x line was um 
the message that they were supposed to decode and that the other lines were instructions on how to decode it. Because uh, I also got the instruction uh, 1 slash 2 and then in brackets E and then 0 slash 0. Um, and then Tachyon gave them the hint X decoded by Y equals Z. Uh, they realized that they had to physically make the decoder rings as as the the like Brad and the scissors were hinting. <laughs> right. Using only the uppercase uh, letters and numbers from the puzzles that they had used to uh, to build kind of their decoders. Um, and then they got a clue from Tachyon that said, is Doug Ramsey around? What about Warlock? Uh, and Doug Ramsey is a X-Men character whose codename is Cypher. Huh. Okay. Um, and so they realized that they had to match the letter E on the outer ring because they had the code E uh, with the inner ring one. Um, and then for the for the third character, they had to match the outer ring E with the inner ring two because they realized that a respectable score was talking about uh, Tachyon's bowling score from the bowling video, which was one one two. Okay. Or 112. Um, and then by repeating the 112 pattern, uh, they found they were able to decode uh, testing 123. So they put all of this together just for the message to be a test message? Y- yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I know. But at least you know it works. Yeah. So then they got the uh, the Gmail account for Tachyon uh, in the last dead drop, um, and they started emailing it. And then on December sixteenth, uh, Tachyon started emailing them back. Okay. Um, and Tachyon's profile had more base sixty four in it uh, that translated to hex. That translated to another uh, language, like a, another decoder wheel code uh, with another hint for the Y. Uh, and the hint for Y was what everyone should eat on their birthday. <laughs> okay, cake. Uh, and and Tachyon updated her profile to say a small hint. To find the answer, all you need is love. Hopefully that will quote unquote convert you. And they figured out that on one of the Love Lines episodes that they had, uh, someone says that everyone should eat pie on their birthdays. Um, oh, okay. And they figured out that the key was uh, the hex code for pie, the word pie. Okay. Um, and the decode was awe with two W's, which uh, unlocked the rar file that uh tachyon had recently sent people via gmail um that had inside of it a email from Gemma to someone named sebastian okay uh which was dear sebastian i want to apologize for my inappropriate remark after class today 
It's just that after spending so much time together, I'm finding it quite difficult to suppress these feelings I seem to be developing for you. Based on your reaction, however, it appears you do not feel the same way towards me. Please do let me know if I am mistaken. I feel more than a tad embarrassed for putting my foot in it and creating such an awkward tension between us. I'll understand if you do not wish to continue our professional relationship as a result, but I hope that won't be the case. Regardless, your friendship has meant so much to me these past few weeks, and I am truly sorry for doing anything to jeopardize that. I am more than willing to do anything within my power to put this uncomfortable moment behind us. Your friend, Gemma. Hmm. Uh, and then they got another code that's from Tachyon. A, that's a shame unless it's a coded message. <laughs> and then they got another message from Tachyon, uh, which was a decoder ring. And their hint was, if I'm flunking English, when well, then clearly I'm drowning. Uh, which was a reference to the movie A Sure Thing. Um which had been part of the movie puzzle. Okay. Uh, and they found out via emailing Tachyon that they actually needed to watch the movie for the clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they found out that it was the depth of the pool in the relevant scene where they talk about drowning. Uh, and they found God. that the password for the decoder ring was three feet. And then they okay. decoded the password to be living. Okay. Uh, and they got another email, which was from someone named Terry to someone named Buddy talking about Gemma. Uh, and talking about how Op Aphid had sent Gemma in to sniff out this person named quote unquote Sebastian. Um who was in fact uh, this person named Buddy who was getting the email, and that Gemma had led another uh, op aphid operative named War Pylal uh, to their safe house, or to these oh. people who are working against the Order's safe house. Sorry, War Pylal? Yes. How do you spell that? War, like the word war. Okay. Pi- Pylol, P Y L O L. Okay. All um, right, War Pylol. Who is a my who new is dad? A, kind of a recurring character. Okay. Um, and so Gemma had led this person to the safe house of this quote-unquote Sebastian, who is actually someone working against the order. Um, but they spotted her videos about it. Or they spotted the op aphid videos about it in time to get Sebastian out. Um, and they they essentially uh, faked Sebastian's death. And at this point, people realize that uh, Sebastian is probably brother uh, because it talks about him, quote unquote, oh. being on house. Because it talks about him, quote unquote, being on house arrest. And people are like, oh, he told the people at the dead drop that he was on house arrest. Interesting. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, and it ends with this Terry person saying, If you escaped your babysitter the same way I escaped mine, I'm pretty sure you're smart enough to know what you have to do next. But first, perhaps we should make a little time to see to it that Miss Pouty Lips does not escape the reward of her, ex- her action. Um, and people people realize that Terry is probably Tachyon because the, the email is signed XOXOX. <laughs> <laughs> um 
And then Tachyon put another message uh, just in, in regular Base64 uh, on her profile uh, that led to a redirect me link that led to another Craigslist um, that had just the lyrics, just like Bruce Springsteen lyrics on it. Uh, so they were like, all right, we have to go to the source code because, like, this is nothing. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we're we're past where we've watched the videos. So we can't talk about this yet because it's probably spoilers. <laughs> okay, so, so we'll end it kind of here, I guess, for today. Yeah, uh, it, it essentially ends on a... You find out that that brother, uh, that Gemma is working with Apevid and tried to kill brother. Uh, oh damn! Okay. And and Takiot is like, well, we should probably get her back for this. Uh, and then it's kind of implied in the in the in the Gemma videos that she might be dead. Uh yeah. They there were some Gemma videos that were just like her in a scope with a button that said like press any key to fire or something like that yeah which was uploaded by brother uh the the description of the video is sometimes running into an x can be really awkward (laughs) (laughs) wild Uh okay so i guess Gemma's not showing up in the rest of our episodes uh, so after that, uh, Tachyon hacked uh, Gemma's YouTube account uh, okay. to to upload videos from there. But I think also Tachyon uh, still posted videos from her own account. Okay. Well, cool. So, yeah, brother- so moving forward, we've got... Oh, go ahead. So yeah, brother definitely... Uh, definitely killed Gemma (laughs) okay so moving forward we still got brother and Tachyon fighting against Apefid meanwhile Bree is hanging out with um Jonas and uh Daniel who sucks now um and they're all and they're on the run from this cult which is on Apefid's or well Apefid is a member of the cult, or at least on the the cult side. Is Apefid one person, or is it like a a group or organization? So Apefid is kind of one person, but is also a an organization. It like represents the cult, basically. Yeah. Okay. So we got the cult. So Apefid's everyone's enemy. Essentially. All right. Um, the the uh the group that off aphid was part of was informally known as the iPod Opera uh, because <laughs> uh because it was a anagram of op aphid or operation aphid or something like that um <laughs> and it kept people from getting confused okay uh, and there's also really funny. <laughs> yeah, and there's also War Pylol, who had a YouTube account and had uploaded like one single video uh, that I think I feel like people found it after the fact, which was uh, locating brother um, 
and saying location verified D and aphid. Okay. And I think people were able to work out that the D and aphid was destroy. Okay. I I remember Gemma said what op aphid stood for in a video, right? Uh, maybe. I know she also mentions the D and aphid. I don't know if she explicitly says what it stands for. Google what does op aphid stand for and see if nope no results that's fine uh, you want to know what uh, control of aphids on alfalfa oh wait, hang on in the antelope valley california i found it um so yes so op aphid is the code name of an operative who has done work for the order uh she once ran the operation aphid division of the order so op aphid is both a character and the organization okay okay cool um, I remember. Well, maybe I maybe I just misinterpreted or thought it meant one thing and didn't. But cool. Yeah. Uh, the. Do 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 do. The insider meaning of op aphid is operation analyze protect hinder infiltrate destroy. Huh. All right. Well, Gemma got deed. So you're done <laughs> with op aphid. <laughs> She didn't even get deed by Op Aphid. She got deed by the people who are working <laughs> against Op Aphid. Yep. Got him. <laughs> Hi, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joe. Sugar We're Going Down podcasting is exactly what it sounds like. Each week, we get a random Fall Out Boy song and discuss it in various ways, such as... What are its merits musically? Is it a bop? Does it have chugs? It's lyrical complexity. Sometimes Pete writes a triple entendre, and sometimes he doesn't even finish the first entendre. Does the video make any goddamn sense, though? Usually, no. How gay does it make us feel? Usually, a lot of gay. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your personal podcatcher of choice and get a new episode every Wednesday until it kills us. Caitlin, is this more than you bargained for yet? Honestly, it already is. All right, well, uh, we'll pick up here next time, I guess. Do we want to... I guess we're, like, we're just in the middle of everything, so rating everything doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, what do we want to do from here? Do we want to do... Andrew makes a bunch of predictions about the next episodes, like uh, we went into with uh, Everyman Hybrid, or... Yeah, I like, I, I like that. Let's do it. Okay, sure. So... Yeah, what are my predictions moving forward in Lonely Girl 15? I gotta say, I watching these videos makes me wish makes me miss Everyman Hybrid. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, cause they were, I, I I had faults with Everyman Hybrid, but at least they were interesting. <laughs> I, I feel like these... I wish these videos were weirder. I agree. Like, it's just a bunch of, like, people chatting at a camera and going, like, oh, it sure sucks being on the run. And they're still committing kind of to the vlog bit, which just doesn't... Maybe it's just the fact that we're in 2020 that, like, the concept of vlogging doesn't really track anymore in my eyes. But, like... Or at least that kind of, like, lo-fi, old-school vlogging doesn't really 
matter, but like especially when it's all fake, it just like really drags the energy down. I miss characters interacting off of each other instead of just talking directly into a camera. I agree. Yeah, I kind of miss the cinematicness of Everyman uh-huh. Hybrid. Yeah, I wish Slenderman would show up. <laughs> Can you imagine if Slenderman showed up in Lonely Girl 15? <laughs> I just, I wish, I wish, I, I want something weird to happen. Because right now it's just a bunch of people sadly sitting in rooms. And that just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, but my predictions moving forward. I think that, I think we're going to get another character introduced. But they're not going to take off and people aren't going to like them. So they're going to get quickly thrown under a rug, basically. Like, I think that we're going to get a character that has, like, four videos tops. Um, and just, like, doesn't really contribute along the way. Um, I think that, based on what we've talked about before, Jonas is going to get a bigger role and Daniel's going to move back a bit. Which I am hopeful for, because unless Daniel really, like, steps up and becomes a more interesting character, I just don't get his character... And I really don't like the, like, fake will-they-won't-they with Brie. Because the two have zero chemistry on camera together. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. I want Jonas to get a bigger role. Because I like Jonas. Um. I think... I know that I kind of joked about, like, you don't kill a you don't kill like the titular lonely girl 15 at the end like in lonely girl 15 but i think they might like in the end of the season or something like that i could see it happening i'm not saying anything (laughs) okay she'd be very lonely then um i want them to do something interesting with brie and they haven't yet and i Unfortunately, I think that a lot of people, the only way that they can think to make something interesting is to kill someone. So I think they're going to kill Bree. Um, and then people are still going to look into the cult. And that's what other seasons are going to be. Um, yeah, those are my predictions. We get a new character that sucks. Uh, and no one likes them. We get more Jonah, less Daniel, and Bree dies eventually. That's my predictions for moving forward with this. Unfortunately, I just don't have much to, like, there's no meat to really chew on to come up with predictions. I just, I don't know. I just kind of feel like there's not a lot there. I want more people involved with the cult to move to the front, but I don't think that's going to happen. So, that's where I am. I like your predictions. I'm not going to say anything because I I know how this season ends. Okay. I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I am. Um, I miss Everyman Hybrid. I miss doing more cinematic stuff. And I'm hoping that as the season moves on, they kind of shift uh, toward that in a, in, in a way. Um, I think that would be cool. But uh, we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. Also, I'm very excited to learn more about these puzzles behind the scenes. Because this stuff is fascinating and just deep and wild. Uh, so far, puzzles are like a 10 out of 10. 
Yeah, the the puzzles for this are like surprisingly uh they have they have surprising depth to them. Yeah, they're a lot yes, they have a lot more depth than the series that the ARG is based on. And I'm very curious to see what happens behind the scenes with the ARG. Cuz right now, I care a lot more about the ARG than I do about the videos. I am inclined to agree. All right. Uh do we have anything else to throw in here? Or do we want to move on to recommendations? Uh, I'm good to move on to recommendations. Cool. So, what have you been doing lately, Marn? Oh my gosh. Like, pretty much nothing since Blake and I recorded last week. Uh, but playing Animal Crossing and I'm watching TV shows I've already recommended. Boat. Uh, oh, I have same been watching. Hat. So I have been watching, so Hulu, I think I tweeted about this, put a bunch of their HBO content up for free. Yeah. My, uh, uh, my sister's been watching a lot of those. Yeah, so you can watch, like, Barry and a couple other things for free. Uh, I have been watching the docu-series on the McDonald's Monopoly game scam, where one of their, like, top security guys was stealing the, like, winning million-dollar monopoly pieces and giving them to his relatives and friends allison uh my sister has been watching that and she loves it so it's fucking bonkers i don't want to hear any spoilers because i'm very curious to to see the series myself yeah it's called mcmillions it's free on hulu go watch it hell yeah easy peasy done (laughs) um she's been telling me it's really cool and that like everyone on the show has like wild personalities and wild accents and just it's a it's a real ride yeah it's insane like the fbi guys are just like characters that walked out of brooklyn 99 like they're not (laughs) real people (laughs) hell yeah i'm very excited to check it out um yeah i've been i've been doing the same i've been playing a lot of animal crossing um my fiance turned to me the other day and she's like, I'm I'm a little embarrassed because I look at my island compared to your island and you've put a lot of effort in and like my island looks terrible. And I was like, oh, no, babe, like this is my coping mechanism. Like <laughs> this is this is it's bad how nice my island is to humble brag. Um, but it's just like, oh, no, babe, I'm deeply not doing OK. Uh, I'm just <laughs> expertly manicuring an Animal Crossing island to cope. Um but as I do that, I've been rewatching a lot of Superstore. Have you seen it? Uh, no, but I've heard good things. It's a really good sitcom. It's an NBC sitcom um, that focuses on the lives of a bunch <clears throat> of employees at uh, Cloud Nine, which is basically Walmart. Um, and it started as a fine workplace sitcom. Um, like the first season isn't great, um, but like along the way it kind of starts poking at a couple things like uh one of the characters is pregnant in the first season and the season starts getting into like hey it's kind of fucked up that like you know there's no kind of maternity leave for people that work at stores like this and the kind of retaliation that happens to managers if they try and do stuff at a store like this um and it's just like as it goes deeper and deeper into the seasons it's like oh there's like they really get at the heart of like 
some fundamentally broken stuff within American capitalism while still being an incredibly funny sitcom about a Walmart. Um, it's a very good show. Um, that does sound good. It's way better than I expected it to be and based off of commercials that I've seen for it. Um, I would definitely recommend it to people to check out. It's a very smart, very good sitcom. Oh, my other recommendation was uh, I'm I'm beginning my rewatch of China, Illinois, which is very funny, and go watch it. That's a Brad Neely show, right? Yeah, Brad Neely uh, did, I think it was only like two seasons or three. No, it was three seasons. Uh, he just like, Adult Swim just like let him make a TV show out of like the Professor Brothers characters that he makes YouTube animations with uh okay. for three seasons and it's like bonkers good it's like an extremely highly underrated uh adult swim show that i feel like not a lot of people know was even on the air because they didn't really promote it that much i don't think um hmm. one of the cool. season two episodes i think hang on i think it's season two uh, there's an episode called Surfer God that is, like, one of my favorite, like, 30-minute television episodes ever. <laughs> surfer it's God? Just, yeah, just the plot is that God returns to Earth, but he's, like, a surfer dude, <laughs> and he starts writing, like, a new Ten Commandments, and the Ten Commandments are just like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Oh, I like it's that a lot. It's so good. I'll check hmm. it out surfer god hell yeah i'll watch that before bed tonight i'm very much uh watching it because i've been watching community and it scratches like the exact same itch hell yeah i i loved community so i will definitely check it out i i just finished season three of community and i think i'm actually gonna watch all the way through this time i think the later seasons of community get a lot more flack than they deserve i've heard it kind of because when I, I watched it as it aired and I kind of quit after season four because I didn't like season four. Yeah, I wasn't um, a huge fan of season four. But then season five got a little better, if I remember right. Yeah, from what season... I've heard, it kind of it kind of dips because they like fired Dan Harmon. And then after season four, they rehired him. Yes. And then like season five, they refer to season four as like the gas leak year yeah. that no one really remembers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I think that the later seasons are, like, they're not community at its best. Like, they're they're C episodes, but they're not F episodes. Like, people act like those seasons are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I love community. I, I want to go back and check it out. That'd be great. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. I, I, I know. I just, I've been <laughs> watching so many other things while playing Animal Crossing. And I, I made a garden the other day. You know how interested I've been in gardening in my real life, Mark? <laughs> I got something to uh, to to pitch to people. Um, I guess we'll get to the, the plugs right now. Um, I started up a game jam um, inspired by myself because I'm so great. Um, inspired by Chess 2 and uh, uh, some conversations I was having with some friends as we were playing it. Um, I started Games 2 as a game jam. Um Unfortunately for everyone out there listening, uh, the games we grew up with all suck. They're all bad, terrible, uh, horrifying. Uh, they're not worth the cardboard they're printed on. Um, so it's time for us to make them better. Um, 
maybe you reimagine Parcheesi as a legacy game. Uh, maybe you know what other mechanics need to be added to Sorry in order to make people uh, not apologize for breaking out the game. Um, maybe you just know how to take the card game War and turn it into something good. Uh, or you could do something like I'm doing, where I'm taking uh, Candyland and turning it into a game. Um, if you want to join in the Game Jam, uh, you can find us. We're tweeting with the hashtag Games2, and there's a link on my Twitter page. Uh, people should submit games. I'm not specifying, like, doesn't have to be a board game. If you know what Tic-Tac-Toe 2 looks like, hit us. If you know what Rock, Paper, Scissors 2 looks like, I'd love to see a submission. Um, if you want to do a video game, by all means, go for it. I... I don't know how to do that, but power to you for making Mario 2, because no one else has done that yet. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a thing that I'm doing, so I'm curious to see submissions, and I would love for as many people to submit as can and have ideas. I know, I think Elle said something about making two no. I saw <laughs> no that. It was very good. <laughs> it's a very uh. good name. It is very good. I'm excited. I've I've been thinking kind of broadly about what I might want to write for it. Hell yeah. I keep start I keep like starting to write games just to like put off writing other games. I started writing a community <laughs> game today. I saw that. I'm so excited. I I will say when uh when Riley showed off if not us then who, I was like, Oh, you could do this with literally any like uh-huh. episodic formulaic show. Like uh a procedural show like you could do this with sitcoms you could do this with anything so i'm very excited that you're making the sitcom version i'm really excited i'm like it's probably like 50 percent done at this point damn well I, I would love to play a game when you're done hell yeah gonna make my green uh what is it greendale gonna make my greendale oc good <laughs> um well, I think that's going to do it for us, Marn. Um, if you're interested in finding us on social media, you can find us. Uh, we are together on Twitter at uh, Argonauts Pod. You can also find us individually. I am at AC Sherman Writes. Uh, I am at Corpse Revivers. And if you're interested, you can get a hold of us on Gmail. Uh, you can find us. We are Argonauts Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we, will, we read everything that comes in. Um, so please feel free to reach out, send us uh, anything that you are inter- that you think is interesting about an ARG running or something like that. Uh, let us know. We'd love to hear uh, about what's happening in the ARG world. Um, beyond that, if you want to support the show, uh, you can find us at patreon.com. That's P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N if you want to make the same mistakes I do. Uh, otherwise, you can find us at patreon.com uh, slash the Argonauts pod. No, slash Argonauts podcast. Um or we have some stuff up on Redbubble uh, if you're interested in buying a sticker to support the show. Um, otherwise, uh, you should definitely consider leaving a uh, leaving a review. Um, reviews are really helpful, and they help us stand out among many uh, episodes of Greek mythology podcasts. <laughs> Is that it for the, the, the plugs, Marn? I think so. Okay, did you want to say it again? Oh, yes, I do. I had a lot of fun <laughs> saying it last week. I realized, I saw, I heard how happy you were saying it. I was like, oh, I should let Marn do it sometime, shouldn't I? <laughs> oh, wait, we should figure out what uh, what Lonely Girl 15 videos we're going to watch for next oh, time. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'll let you do that. 
since you uh do 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 uh so since we've been doing them in chunks of kind of like 50 at a time uh why don't we do uh video 115 brie and i hooked up through video 172 the perfect beach 115 to 172 sounds good i'm not excited by the name of a video being Bree and I hooked up, but we'll see where this plot line goes. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, go ahead. You say it. Oh, until next time, that's ARGS, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? It really does. It's very powerful. It's so powerful. <laughs>